0: Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 51 of Death Readers. This is the podcast where we reread through the Harry Potter series. No, uh, we don't. You do, and One I One of read us
1: rereads. It.
0: My mouth got all horrible there, and I feel bad about it. <laughs> I I got I got just this horrible experience in my tongue at that moment, and it just stopped working. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed. Um <laughs> Yes, I have never read these books before, and so this uh, this part of the podcast is getting through, uh, reading them for the first time. And Rob, who has read them many times, is going to help me along the way.
1: Oh, sure, am um, do.
0: So in this this episode, we are reading through Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, uh, starting with chapter seven, going through chapter nine. That's right. If you'd like to read along, that we we think that's probably the best way to listen, so that when we reference the page numbers, um that we've read through you'll go, oh yeah, I remember reading that just now or in this last week, you know, uh, oh yeah, that's what they're talking about. Oh, should we talk about the, the, there's been a little bit of awkward Harry Potter news that you might not know about or might be interested in. We, Did we you want to talk about it? Let's, let's want to talk, talk about, about it? it.
1: Sure. Why don't you tell me what you think it is? Because, uh, I might not know.
0: <laughs> well, I'll have to actually bring it up then because I want to, we didn't prepare for this because we're not professionals.
1: Is this Daniel Radcliffe reading his chapters? Because that's oh God, something no, my, that's my so wife has nicer. been talking about. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, I don't know what this is at all.
0: You want to talk about that while I look this other thing up?
1: I don't know anything about that either. I scrolled by it. And then my wife was like, oh, are you guys going to talk about Daniel Radcliffe reading his chapters? And I'm like, eh. So Daniel Radcliffe, means- like,
0: read the first chapter of the first book Like aloud or something.
1: That's what he did. Who hasn't done that?
0: He just he well here's here's the best thing about that. He read the first chapter like aloud and maybe on camera. And then like Evan was like, Oh my god, it's so amazing. It's like everything (laughs) I ever wanted. And then (laughs) and then like cut to like a day or two later, Andy Circus is like. Oh, that's cute. I'm gonna read the entire Hobbit in one sitting.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a dick. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, what circus. a what a dick. Why
1: don't you go back precious. to the circus, Andy?
0: What a precious uh, little dick. Uh, <laughs> um I had a Okay, okay. here it is. Okay. <clears throat> so uh five days ago, so okay. you know, still within the realm of the last podcast and now sure sure Uh, jk rowling tweeted this today is the 22nd anniversary of the battle of hogwarts but i'm going to be honest and say that it feels inappropriate to talk about fictional deaths today too many people are losing loved ones in the real world as ever in a crisis of this sort the poorest and most vulnerable are hit hardest so in honor of the battle of hogwarts i'll be making a donation of one million pounds half of which will go to crisis.org.uk we're helping the homeless during the pandemic
1: mm-hmm. and
0: half of which will go to the refuge.org.uk because we know that domestic abuse is, has sadly increased through, uh, increased hugely during the lockdown. So she posted that. She tweeted that.
1: And you want to talk about how it's a little, little late, little, little closing the barn doors after the horses escape to try to imply that these characters are fictional now.
0: <laughs> um, not exactly, I, I'm, what I wanted to say was that I had seen on a, uh, Facebook post somewhere, like, on a relatively large, nerdy Facebook group, someone took just the first part of that, because that was actually, like, three or four t- tweets, and they took the first part, and they posted it as a screenshot, and were like, I fucking hate this woman, like, like, oh my god, she is so horrible, how dare she, like, nobody was bringing this up, JK, no one gives a shit about the Battle of Hogwarts on the anniversary, like, it's not a big deal, you're the one talking about it. Without reading the rest of the, the bits, like, or the part where she's like, I'm giving away a million pounds, like, I'm donating a million pounds to help out people who are really suffering, and so all these threads and these comments where people just being like, fuck her, like, Reddit and shit like that, fuck her, she's terrible, and I, uh, the funny thing is, that maybe it was just cuz i was looking at reddit at that time and i was looking at facebook and social media but like i had seen uh people talking like nerds talking about the battle of hogwarts and being like oh my god it's the 22nd anniversary so i imagine in her world people are bringing that up to her as if it's yeah. a emotional thing like it's a it's as if it's a equivalently emotional experience as l- just living through a pandemic or something like they have emotions, they have reverence, they have these feelings about this thing. So, and all she's saying is, that's cute. There are people who are actually dying right now. So, I feel bad that people are giving me attention. At least that's how I interpret it. Is it. She's saying, I feel bad that people are giving me this attention at a time when real people need real attention. So, I'm going to take some money that I've earned through getting that attention and give it to organizations that should be able to help like out the needy in this time of crisis, right? And it just it it, it kind of like I I don't know I wanted the ten people who listen to know that you know this happened and it's kind of shitty. And I for for all the things I I love to criticize her over and will send her up the fucking flagpole with, um, this is not one of them. Like she she didn't. I I think the chief complaint was she's she's equivocating fictional death with real death and what she's actually doing is saying no don't equivocate that way they are fake they are pretend people wink (laughs) those people never exist yes those people never existed um so let's i appreciate the attention you're, you're giving me for the emotions i caused you to have but real people are losing real loved ones so let's talk about that so you apparently didn't know that happened, so that's no. I hadn't heard
1: anything about that. I, for some reason, I thought you would have something, uh, something less pleasant. So that's very nice of her.
0: Oh no no! This is, this was a a positive J K. Good story, and not positive. Just joking or just kidding.
1: J just... <laughs> K. <JK>, just joking.
0: <laughs> <That's not> how <laughs>
1: abbreviations work,
0: Doug? That would be the best. I'm going to start using that from now on. J K. Just joking. No, I'm gonna say JK just joking. Oh, that's
1: even better. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm only gonna,
0: gonna that. say that from now on. Yeah. Come on, guys. I was, J- JK. Like, don't get upset. JK, I was just joking. And then hopefully, oh that would be so sweet to find somebody who is so who like got it. Like that's the that's the trouble with fishing with that kind of bait. Right. Is that you're gonna get you something? Ha- yeah, if yeah there's there's like a ninety nine percent chance no one will Pit bite and if you got that one bite you wouldn't know what to do with it when you got it <laughs> right. it's just like what are you doing when someone says what <laughs> do you mean just kidding because that's a thing yep no just joking
1: nope. yeah just
0: joking just joking no yeah. the the k and jk stands for the k and joking like it, it's jk because it's J in joking mm. and Go then ahead. the k in joking no, i got
1: it i'm with you
0: joking picking it up jk
1: that's what you're saying is what i'm hearing
0: just jj <laughs> 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 just just
1: all the sounds are falling out of your mouth
0: <laughs> anyway um that's your harry potter news this week i guess um because it never ends it never ends hey oh i have another harry potter news it's not real Kay. harry potter news Uh, but this is so dumb. I shouldn't tell anyone this. Uh, Tell me now. It's just occurred to me that if you were considering, you the listener, if you're considering going to the Orlando park or or something like that, and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy a wand from Ollivanders, Mm -hmm. uh, I think you should know that you could probably just go onto like Facebook marketplace (laughs) and find one for real fucking cheap. No. What? So, so, uh. (laughs) Because no one's
1: going and they're just selling their wands. No, because
0: they're well, because they're fucking plastic, expensive pieces of plastic. I mean, you you can't you can't buy insulin with a magic wand.
1: No, you can make it appear though. You can you can create it from nothing, but you can uh, duplicate the supply that you have. Everyone knows that.
0: Not with these wands, Rob.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe you're just a muggle. Maybe you're a Squib, dirty fucking Squib.
0: Anyway. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else I want to talk Yeah, so you can get those wands on Facebook Marketplace relatively cheaply. You know why? Because we're in a crisis, an economic one, and people need money to eat. And they don't need plastic wands. So if you're a person who has enough disposable income to still eat and buy plastic wands for cheap out of the mouths of the people who thought they could have happiness and food. Maybe um, just
1: buy some more food
0: anyway. Yeah, maybe just go buy some toilet paper and food. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, go eat out at a restaurant and you're local area or have them deliver to you because they need money also i will area. say i'll say this there's nobody talking about this fast food like franchises are also a lot of the times essentially small businesses and local ones so you don't have to feel bad because i feel like there's a lot of like fast food shaming going on right now Is there? people are like yeah there's this whole like idea of like don't eat at mcdonald's go eat at small business local place and the idea is because mcdonald's is a big franchise they're super wealthy and it's like yeah well the the business itself is more it's more wealthy because it's selling its name like it's licensing out the the option to open up a mcdonald's but the right. people who actually open them up oftentimes are local business people who are still who still have employees. Like there's still a economy here. It's not like it's not like the only employees that matter are the ones who are in the like upstart small businesses. Just putting it out there. Just trying to think outside the box.
1: Uh um,
0: Yeah, sure. Uh um, not what we're doing. Not specifically McDonald's though. You know, no. we don't have to just do them, but like Subway or I was thinking outside Whiz- the knows.
1: bun, wasn't it? That was t- Taco Bell. That's what I was thinking
0: think outside the bun is taco bell you're right think outside the box was a pizza place right was that a pizza thing i don't Did they the do point that is
1: go get some tasty
0: mcdonald's go eat your foods okay i think i'm done talking about things that aren't harry potter related or that are sort of tangentially so now that we are over an hour into this recording let's get into uh chapter 50 what no chapter 7 episode 51 chapter 7 the whole blood of prince man. Question. If he's a half-blood prince, does that mean he's lightheaded? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> you get that all the time with this uh, anemic royalty.
0: <laughs> That's I like that. Like, oh, I'm the half-blood prince. Oh, my blood doesn't clot. It's not new. It's hereditary. Get over it. I miss
1: uh, neck time faint.
0: Once again, we are punching down in a way that is inappropriate and I, <laughs> I don't agree like, with. Oh, wait, we, we can't mock the anemic? We, I'm, I was leaning more into mocking the hemophiliacs, which I don't want to do. Oh, I mean, come on. Well, you were saying
1: royal. If you cut what them, you do about- they not bleed? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ouch (laughs) Um This is why people hate white people What we're doing right now Is exactly why people hate white people (laughs) I get it Is what I'm saying I get In this moment I get hating white people Because I hate us (laughs) (laughs) Um Anyway, let's get into chapter seven.
1: The Slug Club.
0: The Slug Club. Or, as I would like Um, to
1: call this section of notes, the Abduction from the Seraglio.
0: See, I was thinking I was going to call it, I was like, the Slug Club, don't you mean Ron's mouth?
1: That's great. But do you know why I'm calling it the Abduction from the Seraglio? No. Because there's too many notes.
0: Oh, good, because I don't have that many.
1: But it's a reference to to, to Amadeus. Mm-hmm.
0: Because
1: that was the opera that he wrote.
0: You go too fast?
1: Let it be in Italian, please. Or German. Let it be German. Remember? <laughs> Why specifically does it have to be German? Don't you do that. Don't you press that fucking button. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs>
0: God damn it. <laughs> Mm. It's not. A voice. <laughs> I wonder how many people know that you have like a built in like call and response that you you can't like turn off. I could turn like it off. makes me it, in- it just makes me curious about, like how how many people are like how many people know it's a thing that if they do, you'll respond. It's like it's like an auditory <laughs> It's like an auditory one of those like knee hammers. At the doctor's office They're like, let me see if this works, and they just tap it and you you do exactly what you can't help yourself from doing.
1: Now who's punching down?
0: How is that punching down? This is just a thing. It's such a it's such a weird, it feels like a real physical response. It's I know it is. That's what's so fascinating about it. Is like I can see you physically struggle with it and it's it's amazing. <laughs>
1: anyway, Let's get on with our show. So,
0: my first note is page
1: 130. One, I actually wrote this down. Page 120 motherfucking nine.
0: That was unnecessary, but okay. It
1: is, oh, this is is right where we get into it. Wow, really? Well, you've pulled open the book. You pulled open the other book. I pulled open the other book the fucking hand of Jesus. glory oh yeah yeah right we've talked about this since book two
0: yeah i brought it, uh yeah
1: no 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 i wrote you can't introduce knowledge like that it's a lie cockadoody dirty birdie <clears throat> page 51 of harry potter and the chamber of secrets oh hold on i have a, I have a quick question What's your fucking quick question? You fucking is fucking momentum killer.
0: Is is your point that it's actually not Draco's hand because they didn't actually say that in book two? What they said was he like they just see it and they talk about it and it's not Draco's. And now in this chapter, they're like it's Draco's hand that he's always talked going on about or something like that. My was that your lo- righteousness did that is wilting? Be- <laughs> did that happen to be your exact comment?
1: I mean, I was going to read the section, but yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, read the section. I want to hear it now. Okay, okay, okay. Please. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> Those of you who are interested in the uh, the internet pornography community, what I just did was called orgasm denial. <laughs>
1: Ah. "'I understand, sir, of course,' said Mr. Bergen. "'Let me see. Can I have that?' interrupted Draco, pointing at the withered hand on its cushion. "'Ah, the hand of glory,' said Mr. Borgin, abandoning Mr. Malfoy's list and scurrying over to Draco. "'Insert a candle, and it gives light only to the holder, best friend of thieves and plunderers. "'Your son has fine tastes, sir.' I hope my son will amount to more than a thief or a plunderer, Borgen, said Mr. Malfoy coldly. And Mr. Borgen said quickly, no offense, sir, no offense meant. And they go on for a bit, back and forth, and they eventually leave the shop. Malfoy never purchases the Hand of Glory. Only Harry is a witness to this. Why the fuck is Ron talking about it like something he's seen Malfoy have? Bullshit.
0: Um, I had another note that's similar to that. hmm in, in these chapters. I didn't actually write it down, but I I, and I don't know which page it's on. But it's a moment where Harry is referencing Voldemort and he says his name and then Hagrid shows up and he's like, Oh Harry, I wish you wouldn't say his name. And I think we had a conversation recently about how Hagrid says Voldemort's name, doesn't he?
1: Hagrid says I don't like to say it in book one. Right. But I can't spell it, so I'll tell you Voldemort and Harry's like Voldemort, at least in the movie he's like chut chut.
0: But Hagrid at least had
1: the testes to say it where fudge wouldn't right was our conversation yeah but no, i, still doesn't I ag- like it
0: i agree this did feel like a uh, shoehorned little bit of like uh, unnecessary no, callbacks well this is specifically
1: foreshadowing for later in the book
0: right but it's it's foreshadowing something that's calling back to a thing that happened that
1: never happened
0: it, it, yeah exactly well it's been five years, right? So it, it were four years. In theory, he could have gone back and bought it. But
1: why would they know about it to have it be second. Th- that's the only thing like they this, That's it's horrible.
0: Well, what's the actual line that Ron says in oh, book in page one twenty nine? One
1: one twenty motherfucking nine.
0: One um, nine. No. One twenty <laughs> Oedipus nine. Ew. You're
1: welcome. Maybe he's broken his hand of glory, said Ron, vaguely. Vaguely? Right? Vaguely. As he attempted to straighten his broomstick's bent tail twigs. (laughs) Remember that shriveled up arm Malfoy has? Maybe he just walked in on Malfoy changing in the Quidditch room. Am I right?
0: I like the idea that, like, you remember that hand Malfoy has? Ron said vaguely is like saying... Ron said, as if he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about.
1: (laughs) As if the thought there was put there by some sort of deus ex machina. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. As if someone was beaming the thought right into his brain that he should have no foreknowledge of.
1: As if the writer sloppily penned the words.
0: Yeah. Sorry, JK. Just joking. All right. I appreciated
1: um, that. (laughs) So my next note is 132, now that I've finally, oh, after years, gotten that off mine's my chest.
0: One- I can't believe you, you uh, went over page 130. Please. Harry's mouth is open. <gasps> what? Did I miss one? You missed a Harry's mouth being open. Oh, you know I like it when his mouth is open.
1: <laughs> I know exactly the scene, too, now that you're saying it. Harry broke off, his eyes fixed in the window behind Hermione, his mouth open.
0: You're right. Um You're right. Yeah, that's uh
1: Well, I appreciate you. I was so enraged and incensed and looking up in the other book and writing all sorts of notes down and <laughs> profanity and references to mm-hmm. Stephen King that Wow. I just got lost in the shuffle, man.
0: That's all right. Um I'm page one thirty two next. Okay, me too. I'll go first because I don't think it's the same note. That might be. Okay. Well, what what what's a what's a pygmy puff?
1: Oh, I can go get one from my daughter's room. Um, they were something what? that she's got a couple.
0: Okay, what are they? <laughs> it <laughs> it feels pygmy weird puffs. That you're just like she has a couple. Yeah, but what is that?
1: She actually has a massive pygmy puff. We briefly called it a big puff. Um, they're things that Fred and George breed. They're, uh, I believe they're miniaturized puff skeins, as was detailed in the chapter where they visit Weasley Wizard Wheezes, which anybody who's read uh, up to this point in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince would know about. Remember, she's like, oh, mom, they're so cute. Can I have one? And Mrs. Weasley's is like, oh. And Harry's like, hey, let's go follow Draco. It was like fucking last chapter, man. She named says the him guy
0: who, who Says the guy who missed the gaping Harry Potter. Because of rage. <laughs> Well, I, I missed the Pygmy Puff from Boredom, so same thing. <laughs> you bastard. Anyways, it's so a little... It, so, it's, it's like a fucking Tribble? Like, what is yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it's like a Tribble with, like, a little um a little snout.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow, okay, cool. A little so, hedgehog so snout. Does she bring and, it to the school as, like, a familiar? Is she yeah, I think to do so,
1: that? yeah. Well, she does. She's Jenny, man. She's not going to be stopped.
0: She definitely is appearing... She. I I'm in this book she's she's coming through as being much more like strong-willed oh yeah than in previous And kind books. of a
1: dick at times although I'm on board. Yeah.
0: I like I'm not going to say that. I like her behavior.
1: That's the same thing, right?
0: I didn't want to so, say I, I like her
1: You know what this is a mature podcast for grown-ups who are mature.
0: Mhm. <laughs>
1: All right, my one thirty-two. Poor Tonks, I wonder what's up.
0: We know what's up. Well, we know kind of what's up. Do we, we know what they think is what's up. Well, they mentioned that she has been upset since Sirius died because he was he was her cousin. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that's actually the case, but it what might be something know, a little deeper going on. I think she had a miscarriage. Jesus. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Just watching your face was worth it. Um, uh, uh, (laughs) That
1: is not what I think is up. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Tonks a lot. Uh, Is she upset because she's in love with Harry and she can't be with him because he's underage?
1: What book are you reading, man?
0: This one. Okay, stop reading all those other creepy books and watching those creepy movies. They're fucking you up. What are you talking about? These are completely reasonable twists. <laughs> uh, my other one thirty-two. I mean, you—you you, know—you've seen Harold and Maud. Why could not that just be Harry and Tonks?
1: <laughs>
0: That's actually a good point. <laughs> but only For the record. If, I go ahead. I, I haven't seen Harold and Maud. Okay. Only if they
1: get Ruth Gordon to come back and play Tonks. I'm an animorph, my guess, Harry. Don't call me Nymphadora. Don't worry about it. Just try some tennis, Root.
0: Uh, that's...
1: That's Ruth oh, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right.
0: Uh, that was my note on page 132. What's your page note?
1: I'm very impressed at how quickly you picked that up, though. That was good. Which one? Tennis Root.
0: Oh, I've been thinking about it a lot because uh, if you'd read my blog... Um, I'm keeping up. I just haven't read the, the latest. Uh, well, did, did you did you miss my whole commentary on Tannis root when I was talking about the mummy's uh curse? Must have. Well then, yeah, uh in in the mummy franchise, they have this uh the the way that they bring the mummy back, the way they essentially like reanimate him is through a ritual involving nine tana leaves. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which has always well since seeing rosemary's baby and seeing mummy movies it's been like is this supposed to be similar are they supposed to be like related in some way where it's like it's it's like the uh alan smithy of uh you know horror plant mm-hmm. where it's like we don't have another name for it we don't we don't need to bother coming up with a name for something so let's just call it that same something similar to that other thing that's already in you know the mythos so anyway i I don't know some if uh,
1: some other recent movie did that. Like totally had the straight up rosemary tea strainer on a chain and said what was inside it was Tannis Root, but it was a comedy and there was nothing particularly uh, creepy about it other than the fact that it was a reference to Rosemary's Baby. I don't remember what it was now. Do you remember what that was? No?
0: Okay, no. not matter. I, I feel I feel like you're you're right, but I don't remember what it is.
1: It's fine. Um my other one thirty two was Ron's trip. I just enjoyed Jenny tripping Ron as cruel as it was.
0: Well, I don't think it's that cruel. You're talking about him being excited to mouth kiss his, he was excited. He just
1: wanted to present himself in case. And yes, it's a failure on Ron's part to think kisses work this way that like, Oh, she's kissing someone. If I get nearby, I'm going to get one by proximity. Cause that's how people like to kiss people. Um, that's stupid, but, can't be faulted for his eagerness since he doesn't get to make out like Hermione does with Victor Crumb. So it's just, it's, I mean, everyone's innocently eager about something and to have Jenny pick on this is just, it felt, I felt bad for Ron, even though I enjoyed Jenny.
0: You, you make a really good point in mentioning that Hermione gets to make out with Crumb. And now in this scene, and I'll, I'll, I'll point out that the word, JK uses is that is that Fleur kisses Harry throatily. No, 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 which... no, no.
1: No. No, as uh, as much as that would be an interesting book, she says hello harry throatily and then kisses him. Oh. The ends. She just kisses okay. him probably on the I apologize. cheek, but she doesn't apologize. specify on the cheek so it could be on the mouth.
0: I misread that <laughs> severely. Because uh, yes, I was did. like cuz I was like, oh, that's why Ron is like Right, ready to go because like, she's like, she's just making yeah. out with people, right? Um, so well, still, it holds up that while Hermione gets to make out with Crumb, yeah, and Harry gets to kiss Floor or gets kissed right. by Floor, then it only makes sense that if Ron wants equivalent action, he needs to go dig up Cedric Diggory and get himself a little smooch.
1: I mean, that's really the only try Wizard Tournament champion left, right? You're not wrong.
0: No, that's how math works. That's algebra.
1: <laughs> You've applied yourself.
0: Like, there's... You know what all of the other variables are. mm mm-hmm. what, What's left... What remains must be the answer. Yeah. So... Um, that's like
1: Sherlock Holmes algebra.
0: Yeah. My next note is page 140.
1: 133. All right. I thought... Uh, his quick word with Mister Weasley, on boarding the train, was similar to Mister Weasley pulling Harry aside in Book Three, sort of an inverse of that. To tell him his theory. What
0: That's all. his theory in Book Three.
1: Oh no, it was no. Wizard Weasley was trying to was pulling Harry aside to say, "Hey, there's this uh, killer escape from Azkaban. He's after you specifically, oh, right?" And now they've inverted that, where he's like, "Hey, Mister Weasley, I want to talk to you about this theory right. that I got about Draco."
0: It's it's a bummer how accurate Harry's suspicion is and how I wish he had just he would go to Dumbledore.
1: That's my very next note. What's your next
0: note? One forty.
1: One thirty five. Okay. JK communicates very well the exasperation of knowing something but not being able to communicate it. Uh if Harry was mm-hmm. older and and had more experience just talking to people, he wouldn't he would hear what they're not hearing in his wording and be able to communicate this and this would go all differently. I think. Maybe. Uh, uh, I, I just, I understand the frustration. He's like, he knows he's right. He actually is right, but no one will believe him because he's not saying the right thing. Everyone's saying, well, why would he yeah. make him a, a Death Eater? It was like, well, for punishment. Draco doesn't want to be a Death Eater, but that's, I mean, he can't, he can't, he can't see that part of it and he can't communicate it.
0: You're saying Harry doesn't, <clears throat> he he's missing out on that part of the information.
1: He's missing it out, but also I think if he, was empathic to it it might be a thing where if you said it to him he'd be like well yeah duh of course and like well that's what you need to say to these people
0: maybe but i don't think that's what harry thinks right now no i think that's what we think because we've seen the conversation snape had with narcissa maybe um but i think that with harry harry believes that draco wants to be just like his father and he's given an opportunity to take his father's place as a, a death eater and so he I don't think Harry's suspicious that like I don't think he suspects rather that Voldemort is going is setting up Draco to fail mm-hmm. uh, as punishment i I think mm-hmm. we know that because of that chapter in uh Sirius's house, but I think the what I think what Harry thinks is Harry thinks that Draco is a legitimate spy in Hogwarts who is suddenly ascended the ranks. I think Harry's buying into what Draco actually thinks is happening to him. Okay. Uh, I think they're both on the same page, but just just judging from what I've seen so far.
1: Okay. Uh. Well, then, in that case, what's your next note?
0: One forty. One thirty-eight.
1: <laughs> the DA meeting's not continuing. Hmm. More on this later. Okay. Oh well, slash. Yeah, I, I think uh, when
0: I saw that, I thought like, well, they sh- why wouldn't they? Why I mean, except that like. Looking at all their schedules later, it's like, holy shit, they have a lot of fucking work true, to do.
1: True, Also, I wanted to comment, since it was right there, Luna's little, like, having friends line. It was a little heartbreaking. I
0: have... Well, yeah, heartbreaking for a normal person. For me, I was like, oh, yeah, I know what that's like. <laughs> I know what it's <laughs> like to, to like, to comment on something and, and think earnestly, oh, this is like having friends. <laughs> Yeah. and then realize how sad it is it's why i yes. can't watch the office anymore if i watch the office if i if i watch the office it usually coincides with the depression oh like a dep- a depressive spell right um because what the, op- the like the office is like my self medicating sure like if i watch if i start if i get sad if i get really sad for like you know that kind of depressive like period and I start watching The Office. I will watch it all the way through. <laughs> I'll watch every episode just until it's done. And I'll feel better afterwards because it's like hanging out with friends. How which is, long
1: is The Office?
0: It's like nine seasons. Jesus. I've never seen it. I wish that should be our next podcast. I've done this like five times. Oh, my God. I've done it at least five times. Oh, wow. Um, where like... I'll get really sad and I'll be like, what am I going to do right now? And then like somewhere, usually on Netflix, it'll be like, you you could watch The Office. And I'll be like, I'm, well, I think I'm going to raise you and go, with, go from could to will. <laughs> and then it'll just be like two weeks later and I'll be like, now it's over. <laughs> <laughs> what else can I do? And usually by then i like the, the click, the kick of like, uh, you just spent like way too long, not doing anything, but watching this one TV show that you've seen over and over and over again, watch, do, do something else, like <laughs> do something anyway. Um, I also, I, 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 I feel bad for Luna or I can relate to Luna, but I also really appreciated Harry's moment there where he was like, these are my friends yeah i I will I'll say, I like that, but at the same time, like Harry's also never wanted to have friends other than the friends he's had. yeah, and I feel like that was something that was kind of like hinted at here as if it would be alluring to him, but we've never had any exposure to his character throughout these six or seven books up to this point at least where he uh he's ever like looked longingly at a group of popular kids and been like, I wish I was with them. Right. Like, he he immediately, like, well, by the end of the first book, he had Ron and Hermione. He had sure. his, and then Neville. And, like, he had the, this group of, like, friends who were pretty close and, like, then started building on, like, the Weasley twins and Ginny and... Um,
1: eventually Luna.
0: Eventually Luna. And then I, I don't know if there's anybody else I would say really fits into that same... Well, personally, obviously I, I will say, like, you know, Dennis Creevy should have, <laughs> but disrespected um anyway and so he like he has his group so this moment would have worked it would have been more impactful i think if that character who said that to him like came over and said hey you you don't have to sit with them you can come sit with us had been someone he had longed to want to sit with before Mm -hmm. like had been someone he had been envious of in any way uh and that just didn't happen that has never happened so it felt like a. it felt like an out of place moment like it works but it also feels like it just isn't it doesn't feel like a moment that was written for Harry Potter it feels like it was a ro- moment written for a generic you know scholastic book lead mhm so i also say i don't know why Neville's butt has to be in the air as often as it is in that scene it's quite He's a presenting.
1: lot presenting
0: yeah he is it's odd I, I didn't like it. It just felt weird. It felt like she, she kept talking a, about it. She kept describing it's great, it. It's a great,
1: it's a great, like, Oh, this is a scenario I'm in. And it's super embarrassing. Like getting covered with Neville stink sap.
0: Sure. That's <laughs> <Whoa>. mm. <laughs> what it's just not a euphemism I expected to have. And now I do.
1: It's a, it's a, it's a mature podcast for
0: adults <laughs> for mature adults yes for the, but your podcast for the adults for for the adults that have uh, uh s- cultured sensibilities yes um shall we move yeah, on yeah okay uh, fair enough i think i'll accept that yeah. i'll accept that it's it's that i was just feeling how weird it was and not realizing it was there to feel weird mm-hmm. um all right my 140 uh,
1: what's your next note sorry
0: 140 139 okay
1: I just felt like this is we're finally into the meat of the book. I actually felt myself getting lost in it, not like get through the chapter. I'm like, oh, I'm, I've got the recapture just some, a, a bit of that Harry Potter magic.
0: I'm enjoying. It. I uh, I feel like I've had a little bit of that in the, these chapters too, where I felt like it had a little bit of the like the ho hum. like we are moving along into the, the movie the book still has to progress in this rote kind of way. but it's still kind of fun. Like, it, like I don't, like, this book and the book before it, kind of fun. Like, it just, it sucks that they have to be so big and they have to, you have to have read the equivalent of two other books of equal size before you get to these. Right. But, it's, it's like, if I was going to reread them, I probably would just start with the last one. Like, I don't, I can't ever imagine reading the first two ever again they are very bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think I can argue with that.
0: Um, And and they, they seem, they don't, I can't think of anything in them where I'm like, yeah, I should, I'll see that again. The same with the movies, honestly, where I'm like, I don't care.
1: Oh, definitely not. Definitely not the first two movies. I don't movies. care at
0: all. Um, movie three, book three, probably not read the book again. Definitely watch the movie again. Um, Maybe. Even I though know. I know how much is like messed up in it, I know how much mm-hmm. is missing it's still like your Gary Oldman's movie yes, and Remus and all that uh, jazz.
1: Just, just a, just a overview this book, even though we haven't got through it yet. This one's interesting. I think you'll have to look out for it because they pack a lot into this one without it being, you know, the size of the last one or the next one. There's a lot of story in this. I'm like, when's that happen? Oh shit. Right. Then there's that thing too. And it's, Really well done. This might be one of her better written books.
0: Well, that's some that's exciting to hear. I'm excited to read it. All right, what's that. your next note? One thirty nine. Really? No, it's one forty. It's oh, been one forty the last six time you've asked. Um okay, one forty. Okay, which hand gesture do you think Draco used? One forty one. <laughs> Rude hand gesture. Uh I don't know if
1: he used a rude hand gesture. I was imagining Ron was using a hand gesture to describe Draco. Okay, so you think it's that one though? I, I the the, the masturbatory one, yes. Yeah, was one. I'm like, oh, that's just what he was doing. That's not like him. Well, that is
0: what we call what we call jerk off hands.
1: Uh, sure.
0: Because it's not necessarily like I only use very, one uh... hand.
1: I'm not as well in doubt, I'm sorry.
0: No, I'm saying. That what you've said by calling it masturbatory hands is sort of like, like male centric.
1: Um, no, because women can use the term jack off.
0: You didn't. You said masturbatory with this gesture. I'm saying a female masturbatory gesture. They didn't gesture know what that was. I same. could
1: have... It doesn't matter. This is getting <laughs> puerile.
0: It isn't. It's a. I'm. It's not getting puerile. I'm pointing out that you're. You have a default setting of masculinity, and I just like to call it out and say that you know you should check your privilege.
1: You are. Not incorrect, and I apologize.
0: Yes! Um, That was all about
1: (laughs) me. I will also say, as a quick uh, side note, my family still teases me with mispronouncing puerile after our other conversation so many moons ago.
0: How how did you pronounce it?
1: I say puerile. You and your phone say puerile.
0: Oh, I don't give a shit.
1: I'm saying (laughs) It bothered me so much, I talked about it in in their company puril. and they're still like puril and I'm like, fuck you, it's puerile, and my wife's like, Don't talk to your child that
0: way. Puril. It's like it's like the hand sanitizer. Puril. Speaking of hands, that was I, I, I it
1: it flows better as a comedic beat if that's what Ron's doing. What do you what rude do you think it what rude hand gesture do you think it is?
0: Um well like this is a rude
1: hand gesture, right? That's not very British though. The fl- that's what I'm saying, or like, flicking I, the bird. But they do have this, the the see, the, the inverted V or the backwards V. My,
0: contextually, like looking at all the context clues, I think it is the jerk off hands. I think okay. it's like, you know, right. he's a jerk off uh, kind of thing. Um, I don't think it is like the middle finger. I don't know about the whatever you call this. It could I, yeah. be this though, like, but that's like more of like a fuck you. That's right? Right, it just doesn't...
1: The scraping the bottom of the chin, yeah.
0: Yeah, we have to explain every gesture we're doing. Um,
1: well, this is an audio podcast. It
0: could have been one of these.
1: The the pre bukaki the pre-kake? The <laughs> gesture?
0: Mature podcast for mature adults. <laughs> but yes, I do think it was jerk off hands. Right, um... i like the idea of like we we could go through and rewrite the book a little bit like add notes to be more clear about what's happening and add like then ron did jerk off hands (laughs) well in reference to draco
1: this i mean this book takes a left turn from all the other books and unfortunately the seventh book and kind of becomes a wacky teen comedy for a bit yeah, not okay. unlike American Pie, it never gets super dirty, but I mean, there's just this camaraderie in, in it and fun. And then the seventh book goes right back to, it be, the seventh book is basically Lord of the Rings. Because they're on a quest and they're not at Hogwarts and they're traveling, traveling, traveling. Right. And just for a brief moment, like if the whole series had been like this, this might have been a lot more fun.
0: You mean like book six? Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I I think so far it is. Well, we'll get there. Uh, but I agree. Sure. Like it's it's uh, even up through this point, I'm enjoying it more because he spends. I think it, you know, <laughs> he spends very little time at the Dursleys. Right. There's very little time shitting on that poor family and talking about how awful they are. Right, licking his own wounds. which is a complete wounds. waste right. of fucking time. Right. Um. I'll, I had one question before we move on past sure. this. Sure. Uh, chapter which actually it's not a note I have but I think it I don't remember where it is so I'm just gonna say it now where's Hedwig Uh. because Harry doesn't get his shit off of the train and I don't remember anything about Hedwig going with him to the train station like they don't she doesn't reference it as imagery or being included in any of the scenes at all like there's no part of where and then Hedwig was put on the train or, or like Hedwig chirped and Harry patted her and said you're great and then put her on the train there's nothing. He doesn't walk with her or his, or his luggage. Nothing.
1: I'm going to say maybe she was in the carriage with Neville and Luna. But she it, wasn't on she's...
0: the train with him. I don't know.
1: I honestly, I don't know.
0: It I just occurred. To, to me. Back it was just one of those it. things. It was just one of those things where I was like, I don't understand. She's mentioned in the sequence of, in the early part of the book, where where Dumbledore comes to get him, right, and then she's not mentioned again. I, I don't even sent, think she's mentioned at the Burrow.
1: Dumbledore had a thing where he like he vanishes, which is I thought was I remember thinking weird at the time. He he sends Harry's luggage and Hedwig's cage ahead, but Hedwig's in the cage, so he sends all of that. He he magic that to the Burrow,
0: right? Um, but we never. But why didn't he let her Hedwig? fly? Or or why didn't we see her at the Burrow? Or right. did we and I just missed it? But even then, like it was it must have been so brief. Yeah, I don't know. Like they even go through the parts of mentioning, like, the in the pygmy puff moment. That's where we should look. Page one thirty two, because that was the line where they're talking about everybody's pets or everybody's uh familiars.
1: Crookshack safely enclosed in his travelling basket and Hedwig, Ron's owl, Pigwidge, and Jay's new purple pygmy puff, Arnold in okay. cages.
0: Okay. Cool. Au revoir. She's, Allie. So, so, so she is there. Yeah, glad we looked. I'm glad I had that. I'm glad we wasted everybody's time. Um, okay, has uh, a right uh, my to next know. note. My next note is page one fifty four. One forty two. Harry's walking down the
1: aisle, the, the the train corridor, and he looks in and sees Cho, with her friend Marietta Edgecombe, who still got pimple faces. Got pimples, and it made me wonder about magical pimples. Can you pop a magical pimple? Does it refill? Was it unpoppable? Will it continually spurt out a stream of pus until you stop? Shouldn't Hermione have been consulted by the healers at the school and be like, what the fuck did you do to this poor child? Help us undo it. What the hell? Begin. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, no, maybe? I don't know, man. I mean, I don't... Maybe... I think that there's probably reason to assume that no one could connect Hermione to that curse.
1: Oh shit! I didn't think to about that that.
0: Char- that. that thing, like, there's because of the way that that uh, hex worked. There's no. I don't think it, it might be untraceable.
1: But even in any decent school, they put out like a, if anybody knows or has information pertaining to this girl's hex please would, let us I, know what was used kind of thing and then hermione would have felt guilty enough that she would have like wrote a n- no, secret notes no
0: no, no. Hermione, hermione doesn't feel would? guilty like that no oh, right. that's her, true the the right. girl who put a fucking full grown woman in a in a beetle cage and like trapped her and said if you fucking tell anyone i will ruin you <laughs> you make a really
1: good point that i had not I had not made that connection, so thank you.
0: That is. No, she, she is psychotic. Like, she is terrifying. <laughs> um, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, no. You think uh, you have a
0: cushy, comfortable life here, don't you? <laughs> Writing for your little paper. Well, let me tell you something. You're a bug. And I can squish you like a bug anytime I want. So behave, little bug. And don't get in my way. Or you might get crushed underfoot.
1: Okay. Well, that's my, that's the end of my notes for that chapter.
0: <laughs> my note is page 154. Okay. What do you think the... <laughs> I'm sorry, I giggled because this is kind of heady. Uh-huh. Like, it's deliberately, a, like, a big concept. Sure. Um, what do you think the difference is between being evil and being cruel? Well, I kind
1: of think evil is a a made up concept that we attribute to things so we can feel better about stomping something out.
0: <laughs> Sorry, it's just this this page 154 is is specifically a scene where Harry's nose gets stomped out, so like <laughs> that is that is like the crux of what I'm talking about, so it's funny. I mean, cuz most
1: I feel like most evil people, whether they be demented or not, firmly believe they're not being evil
0: well i i kind of i think i agree with you is that it, evil is a simplistic description of a collection of traits
1: yes yes it's, that's what i'm it's, trying to it's say
0: a, <laughs> i love it when I, something happened recently where you said something i think to your wife about like doug just says the things i want to say easier <laughs> or something like that i don't remember when it was <laughs> but, but it made me laugh. Um, <laughs> ah, we were. It was when we were on the phone, and I, I said we were talking about. I don't remember what it was. We were talking about something, and I said something, and you were like, and you repeated it. And she said, "Are you are you just saying that? Or are you just repeating what Doug said?" And you said, "It doesn't matter because what Doug says is what I wanted to say." <laughs> That's wow. what it was.
1: <laughs> it, it's almost as if if I learned how to
0: communicate better. <laughs> Um, so anyway. yeah, that's what, that's what evil is. And so I was just thinking about it and I was thinking like, it's the, a lot of times in like uh, fantasy stories, you'll hear the word evil will come right. up a lot or like religious texts, evil sure. will come up a lot. Um, and I think it usually just means like, this is a collection of behaviors or traits that we have decided we're going to be morally opposed to. Mm-hmm. So we're moralizing, uh, goodness. And, right and 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 uh, you know, uh, it makes our
1: position stronger. If that's evil, then what we're doing right. is, by comparison, just and right and true, and I get to fight right. for it even stronger.
0: Is you know yeah is is, is good. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's it's not just okay. It's you no, know, it's goodness. It's so, righteous. Like, yeah, and I was thinking about like. I was thinking about Draco as being evil, because I was thinking, well, he's clearly being very villainous, at least right now. Yes. And a lot of times those words get, like, uh, joined together. And violent, and horrible, Mm -hmm. and cruel. And that's why I thought about that word cruel, because I was, like, trying to figure out what word I would actually call Draco in this moment, because he's literally, like, working with Voldemort. Like, he believes he's on a path to ascension to working for the Dark Lord,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: who is arguably evil. I guess I I would, Um, I
1: I could say I could hear a case for it, but like, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost equally simplistic to say evil is just a term we apply to a collection of traits as it is to say evil exists.
0: Right. Right. Good. Um, well, and I was thinking like, about specifically when he, he, like, I don't blame Draco for, for like, hitting harry with the uh paralyzing spell sure um the the kid was snooping on him he was spying on him being a creep i get it mm-hmm. that seems fair but it's the stomping his fucking face in that it, it really bothers me it reminds me of there's a sequence way in one of the earlier books where like i don't remember i don't remember what it is but all i what i do remember is like Draco and Crab and Goyle have like KKK hats are on or something like that. Like uh, they have movie like
1: four no. Go ahead. You talk. I'll think about it. Yeah,
0: it's something like that though. Like they show up with like death you No, know, they show up with dementor hoods that or That's something it. like that. Yeah, they show movie up three. pretending right. to be dementors. Right. And like to mock Harry, who mm-hmm. had like seriously gone through a trauma. And I was thinking like And so when this came up, I was thinking it reminded me of that, and just thinking like, there's a real like cruelty in the way draco treats other people Mm -hmm. um and in this one specifically I, i i'm it reminded me of like that same feeling i think this is what it really is is that like i can't i can't read this sequence and think of it as being fanciful i can't read it and think of it as whimsical i can't read it and think of it as like a children's context i read this and i think immediately of american history x and that sequence in that movie that is very similar. Absolutely. Absolutely. And all the feelings I remember, like the residual feelings and trauma of watching that sequence in that movie, like are brought up in this moment where Harry Potter gets his face stomped in.
1: Sure. And that's totally valid. I mean, I think I can understand where Draco is coming from, even though I don't condone it in all. Um, the you know the person he's idolized his entire life has been put in jail by this kid who constantly taunts him about it for all for doing no more than espousing you know or enacting the belief that he's been espousing his whole life. And this guy he's 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 tried hard to get his um, approval even in book two in that whole scene his dad's snaring at him and shit. So Draco's constantly trying to do that, and suddenly he has this fucking you know person who put his dad away. I at guess his, what I'm advocating for is he just wants to get up, and he's also an adolescent, so he's got all these sure. feelings. He's he's gonna he's gonna act out. It makes sense. I, I, also, I, I, I'm
0: not saying that I don't get that. What I'm saying is the decision by the writer to make it a fucking face stomping. Yeah, is the part that bothers me. Like if it had oh. been he he kicked Harry in the guts, like sure. he he like he comes over and he kicks him somewhere that isn't going to literally cover the kid in blood and break his nose in a way that like he describes his mouth filling with blood harry potter (laughs) in reasonably could have drowned in his own blood in this moment that is
1: my next note but go ahead
0: (laughs) um and and that that is what i'm criticizing is the choice to make it as viscerally violent as it was i think Um, that's just british is
1: it i i I feel like their level of Fighting is a lot meaner than ours.
0: Wow. Because you know we have like drive-by shootings and stuff.
1: That's not fighting. That's an attack.
0: What
1: I'm what like brawling. Okay. Like like it's it's go it goes to a lot lower dirty places real quick, before, where you know Americans are learning shit they learned in movies and they're hauling off and ma- telegraphing their punches and being idiots. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's quick and dirty and, oh, shit, that happened so quick.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess I, it's, I can accept If I that had to get in a barroom fight, know. which
1: I do not want to do, it probably – I definitely wouldn't want to do it anywhere in the UK.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, what um, I'm, that's
1: what I'm getting at. Right. I'm not saying well, this, there's different capaci- – of course, there's horrible capacity of violence in America. That's not what I'm talking about.
0: No, I, I think I understand more what you're going for now. But anyway, that's, that's my, like, problem with that moment is it feels like – from I guess from an American perspective, from my perspective, it feels like a very violent escalation. Sure. For a fantasy book, because it's a real world thing that can happen. Sure. And it Maybe also kind of like, I, I I'm I'm kind of struck by like, in my opinion, that's a really like gentle. What Draco did, the results of what Draco did in this moment are probably not that like. That's not the worst it could have been. Like, and I think that's one of my other problems. Is it sort of depicts this violent act as being something that someone could easily get up and walk away from. You could kill someone by doing what he did. Yeah. And, and th- and like, putting that kind of, like, behavior in a kid's book is kind of scary. And I don't just mean, like, the act of killing. I mean, physically, essentially providing, like, a roadmap to say, no, no, no. If you want to fight someone and you stomp their fucking nose in, uh, <laughs> they won't just immediately have shards of nose drive right into their brain and kill them. Right. Like... They'll just get up and walk away and they'll be fine. It's like, yeah. that's not necessarily the case. Don't do that. <laughs> like, really, really don't stomp people's fucking faces. Right. And that's my note. That's the end of my notes for that chapter.
1: Okay. Well, then.
0: That brings us to chapter eight.
1: Snape, victorious. My first note uh, 155.
0: My... Okay, you're, you're first.
1: <laughs> um, I started to write, shouldn't a Harry be drowning in his blood And then I crossed Mm -hmm. it out, and I wrote, open mouth. Well played, JK. But still, drowning. You can tell, because it's trickling into his open mouth. He's on his back. How how is he not drowning? Yeah. So which made me think about Petrificus Totalis. Can you breathe? I mean, clearly, it's an involuntary motion, but can you switch from nose breathing to mouth breathing? Can you swallow?
0: Well, he can think. Well, you don't
1: use a muscle to think. That's electrical impulses.
0: Well, isn't your brain kind of a muscle?
1: No, it's fat.
0: Right, but, but like, isn't all that makes muscles work electrical impulses?
1: Yep, but your brain is fat. It's not a muscle.
0: Maybe, maybe your brain's fat. <laughs> asshole, <laughs> fucking fathead. Um, I don't know. Okay. It's magic?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh. My own words used against me. Well, my next note's 160. What do you
0: got? Mine's 160.
1: Okay. Do you want to go first?
0: Sure. Um, So you can change your Patronus? Okay. So my note, a new
1: Patronus? What? What? Is yeah. this an esoteric tidbit of Petronian lore and surely not a new wrinkle introduced to set up something later? What could it mean?
0: I don't I don't, know, man. So, Seems weird. So, uh,
1: yeah, apparently uh, Petronius can change. I wonder how we'll see that reflected in the future. Well,
0: but, but the way it's described is almost like it's something you can elect to do. Like... Oh... It's set up like it's set up like what happened to Tonks was that she had a trauma or something happened and she changed in her Patronus changed like like something like that. But at the same time, the way Snape treats it is it's like, oh, I see you have a new Patronus. The other one was better. This one looks weak or something like that. And it's like, so is it a thing you get to choose? I don't understand. More to your
1: point, much like the inferior, it will be addressed before it's revealed. Okay. Well, we'll we'll come to it in, in um, little in little fragments of what, well, blah, hmm. and then we find out more later.
0: All right. Um, if I was Hermione, if I was for any, I'd want a new one. You don't like the otter? The clever? It's just stupid. It's just dumb. they like they, they like it on their back. I mean, like, what do they do though? Like, what do Patronuses do? They uh. Let me
1: go get they, book three. They push away dementors. <laughs> they they act as a physical manifestation of happiness to fight the dementors. No,
0: I don't understand that. But I'm saying, like, what did they do they do? Like after you have physically manifested this happiness, what does that physical manifestation of happiness do for you? It's
1: it's like a it's like a Mr. Fantastic stretchy fist. It can punch the dementor away.
0: But it's like calcified uses happy
1: it. emotion that the dementor can't feed on. It's just like punch you, dementor.
0: Right, I understand that, but Tonks uses it to literally like take a note.
1: Oh, also also words. also they're they're wizard texting. It's wizard SMS. They're wizard I forgot texting. about that. Yeah. Wizard okay. SMS.
0: Right. Yeah. That's weird.
1: We'll actually see that, that seems- in book later in this book or book 7 where the Patronus will speak with somebody's voice. And so it's definitely it's a voice text. yeah forgot about that so calcified emotion punches the mentor also 140 characters or
0: less so it's literally whatever the fuck she wants it to be magic whatever the fuck she wants it to be it is that um also you know like if you're in a pinch uh your patronus can like it functions as a plumber so if you need to like you know like clear a drain or something (laughs) just Expecto Patronum, and you got it. It's taken care of. You don't even need to pay a plumber. I'm here. actually
1: using a Linux kernel. I've got a new algorithm for my Patronus, so I could do other computer things. I ran out
0: of words. You're watching a lot of, you're watching a lot of Silicon Valley. Shut it's up, shut up.
1: You know what? I got free HBO for a shut month. Up, shut up, shut up, shut I up. I got shut up. to the start of season four, and they took it away. But now Apple's got it. But then people are saying, "Oh, the rest of Silicon Valley sucks," so I'm not watching anymore. So okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay, I don't know.
0: Have you watched the John Adams miniseries?
1: You know, I started it back when it was new. And I got to the point where they all got like dysentery. And I'm like, I don't think I care.
0: I Yeah, I really like that one. It's, it's just kind of beautiful. Maybe but, I mean, I can't think of anything else I'd recommend to you. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything else I'd recommend for you on HBO, honestly. No.
1: I've just been... I mean,
0: it. it's okay. I've just been re-watching Xena. Xena's like, on HBO? No,
1: I've got Xena. I just haven't seen it all yet. Oh, okay. I haven't seen all of Xena.
0: My next note's 166. So it's mine.
1: Why don't you go first this time?
0: Why are they looking for a new Quidditch commentator?
1: Oh, because Lee graduated. Uh,
0: okay.
1: The, the 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 twins didn't finish their year, but last year would have been their last, and Lee was in their same grade, so he graduated. He's out.
0: Okay. That answers my question. Yep.
1: Uh, my so Dennis Creevy
0: for the win. Yeah, why
1: not? Wouldn't it be funny if he was the Quidditch commentator? I honestly don't know. That'd be funny.
0: No, nope. I mean, I I am angry that he. I haven't seen him in a while. Well,
1: maybe, maybe you will. I I honestly don't know. I, so. I don't. It it, it it struck a chord, but I could just be full of shit.
0: So when I mentioned that thing about the. Um, 22nd year of the battle of Hogwarts anniversary the one of the things I saw where people were like talking about how you know how like remorseful they were about the fictional deaths I'm pretty sure one of them was like brought up Colin Creevy, and that kind of like I didn't I was like well Colin Creevy died at the battle of Hogwarts and so like I had a little bit of something spoiled for me if that might be the case yeah you shouldn't be reading ahead man the fuck I didn't read ahead I just saw a fucking tweet or something and I was like what and then the person was like, It's been 22 years. You should know who died. And I was I mean, like, It's I'm not a bad argument. The first time. I'm reading it for the first time. I have no sympathy. Also, it hasn't actually been 22 years. It's only been like 15.
1: Since the battle? Remember, these books take since place the in book, the past. Since the, since the book came out. Since the book came out. That's not when the no, battle happened.
0: About, yeah, I'm talking about when the book came Remember, out. I'm talking Harry about was when born in 81. The, the Battle of Hogwarts
1: took place in 98, or 97. 98, 98.
0: That literally doesn't matter because <laughs> no one could have known about it until the book was published.
1: Uh, I think the people who lived through it knew about it. I think everyone who read Kidding. The Daily Prophet knew about it.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> when, did the, when did the last book come out? 2009?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's over there. That sounds right.
0: Ah, no, anyway. actually, I think 2007. Um, I want to say seven. Was it? Cool. Yeah. Um, my next note is page 169. I haven't said my 166 yet. Well, you should do it. Okay.
1: It is often implied that it would be bad for Snape to get the Defense Against the Dark Arse post. But why? Were I taking martial arts, I'd want to know that my Sufu was a badass
0: who'd been around the block. Um, the only thing they mention in this, this chapter or these chapters is Harry mentions that it was... Well known that Dumbledore didn't want Snape to have the job because he couldn't trust him or something like that. But that—that that was all you get.
1: Yeah, but so much shit is well known that's not well known at all.
0: Right, or you know, like it's like well known it that nine
1: eleven was an inside job.
0: Whoa, it's well known. It's, it's not, not true. Is, is it really well known, but it's
1: well known.
0: It's well known, but it's not known well. I, I
1: absolutely agree with that. Le bon mot. If you will, <laughs>
0: um, you had said something earlier about like something being like introduced and like forced. What was that?
1: Say again, I missed it.
0: You mentioned something in these chapters that was like introduced and like forced and weird.
1: The hand, no, yeah, the hand of glory, oh, okay, yeah.
0: That's what, yeah, th- that's what this feels like. It feels like the hand of glory again, where it's like. You 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 know you've you've known that he's never gotten the job before, but do we really know why? I feel like he's always passed over.
1: No, we don't. We don't yet know why he's always been passed over, but we do know that there's that sentiment that Snape shouldn't have that it.
0: He's being passed over. Well, like, see, I don't. I, I've never felt book, that way. I guess I always felt like, oh, Cause, cause, that's so long ago. And Harry's, sucks. Harry's
1: like, Harry's like, who's that? Oh, that's Snape. He teaches potions, but everyone knows it's the dark arts he fancies.
0: Right, but that doesn't mean that he... Like, that doesn't mean anything about why he shouldn't have it. It's just, right. like, he wants it and he doesn't, doesn't have it. attitude he shouldn't have it.
1: And I'm saying that's bullshit. It's bullshit but attitude. Is there? Because Harry stood right up and said, no. Uh-uh. Not in my Hogwarts.
0: Oh, I, I agree. Like, that that doesn't feel justified in this book. Oh, okay, I see. Like... It doesn't feel justified to have that attitude because it feels like the first time we've been, it's been brought up that Dumbledore has an agenda to keep Snape from this position. That's You're right. That feels like it's brand new. This is on me.
1: I thought I was talking with a mature podcaster who was mature who would have read the books and retained them. I don't have the facts in front of me. I don't have the citations needed to sway you to my side. I'm sorry.
0: So, uh, does that mean you agree with me or do you mean that you're I'm wrong but you can't prove it?
1: I think I agree with you but I can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Um Anyway, that's my beef with that moment okay. is just I just don't know. Um
1: My last note is 170. I ah,
0: have 169. Um I said here the when Harry tells Ron about it, what happened to his nose, uh-huh. JK says that it was the strength of their friendship that made Ron not laugh at him right, in that yep. moment. And I thought, well, oh, that's some cold shit. Like, what kind of callous fucking asshole is Ron Weasley who, when someone, or who is fucking JK Rowling, who somebody would tell them a story about how they got their nose violently kicked in and, and like, laid prostrate on the ground, unable to move, their mouth filling with blood and that person would go
1: he <laughs> <laughs> dumbass oh
0: uh, you that happened to you fucking wow that's fucking great can i tell people cuz they're going to be everyone's going to laugh at this instead of like being a human you know well, and being you okay? like oh my right. god that that ha- did you call the police <laughs> like that's what i would say like did you did you call an authority to try to get this under control because you were literally covered in blood. I know Hermione, like, magicked away the evidence, but you... And so did Tom. Tom's fixed it. You had a broken fucking nose. Right. Right. You had a broken fucking nose. You were assaulted. Like, you were... that's, That's not something you should just, like, go eat pudding over. Um. Just, like... It bothered me that... Again, like, her... Her way she deals with very realistic violence is, like, this detachment... It's this strange, like alienness, as if it isn't a severe, horrible th- trauma,
1: or it's a trauma that's been experienced that she doesn't want to face. Why would
0: she bring it up if she doesn't want to face Cause it? Because
1: it's because violence are part and parcel with an adventure story. Mm,
0: I, I think it's probably I don't. I mean, the idea that it's some it, like it's it's her trauma.
1: I think like there might be I think like there might be through. violent trauma in her past that she's like has a has a weird distance from writing violence.
0: But like that that would make sense if she wasn't vi- writing violence. What I'm saying is it's, it's it strikes strange to me that someone who has a violent past or a history with violence, I, I guess I'm assuming that she's being that the violence is something that's happening to her, as opposed to something she's doing to someone else. That's 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 so, my Guess we'll say nothing more than that. Okay, well, wait. Your guess is that she was doing violence to someone. No, she's
1: been violenced upon.
0: Okay, um, that that seems odd to write it in such description, and such like, you know, visceralness, mm-hmm. uh, as a way to avoid thinking about it. <laughs> like that's that's the part that strikes me as strange. Like that's like an arsonist painting portraits of houses on fire.
1: No, it's like a burn victim painting houses on fire.
0: Yes. That's exactly much more of what it's like. Or people on fire. <laughs> sure. Jesus. It, it it seems like a, it seems like a strange, yeah, it seems like a strange, like catharsis. Like maybe, but maybe, but maybe it it's exactly seems, what it is. Maybe it's a catharsis. Weird. It just seems I'm just okay. That's fine. It just still seems weird. Like it would have been cool if somebody had said like, like an editor had been like, so this sequence where your hero, your child hero, gets his face stomped in like, like American History X, um, you know, a very vicious R-rated film about white Nazis, um, were violent. Uh, you you want that in your kids' book? Is just a thought um what, do you do you you know the author I have a lot of respect for you you've you've built you've made us my a lot of money. home yep like it's it's really important to me to keep you happy but do you think this book would be worse and does not work if we toned it down a little bit <laughs> right here this specific part where where harry potter's laying on his back and kid kicks his face in that one part if we just pull back no you you think it would it wouldn't sell okay well i guess you'd know so um i guess we'll just go for the for send it to print thanks for coming in today yeah that's it i think uh (laughs)
1: My 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 last grasp of straw defense is uh, Draco's going through some shit.
0: I know, but we talked. It's the same thing. It's not. I, I'm not talking about the, it. I, the violence included in the narrative isn't the problem. It's the specific act of violence. It's like, it's like slitting someone's throat. <laughs> like when when you could punch them. Like it's that it feels like an unnecessarily violent escalation. But
1: sometimes I'm saying sometimes violent escalation. You don't have the presence of mind to go. What would be the proper amount of violence to visit upon this person I don't like? You're filled with rage, and that, but and you're I'm just saying like, ah, ugh. I
0: I can't accept that in as a in a writing format as as much as this book has been poured over before it went to print. Sure. That's what I'm getting at is that there were a lot of people who read it and went through it and it didn't get pulled out. Okay. And that seems odd to me. Like I'm interested in. I'm just interested in that part of the story. I mean in, I'm interested like if we could ask her questions sure. and get them answered. I would be like, so this moment like <laughs> was what was the what what's the story here like why specifically that thing? I would like to see your cuz to sorry go ahead. You want to see my my top 10 uh, list Doug versus of JK? questions
1: for JK Rowling. <laughs> what were you thinking?
0: I want to be I want to be Frost and she's Nixon. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> Doug JK Doug slash J slash K.
0: Yeah. Just joking. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um Yeah, that would be up there. That would be up there in the list of like questions about like just like why? Why <laughs> did you why did you write this in this way? Because it just seems so awful. It seems like it's just that thing she tends to do where she jumps from like fancy and whimsy to like awful violence. And it it just, like like it's like, she goes from like like Lord of the Rings style violence yep. to like Clockwork Orange style violence. Yeah, no,
1: I, I I hear you, but I mean, all I hear is Richard E. Grant from The Player in my head, going, "That's reality," I seen it. because
0: that's what happens. But that's not what she's trying to depict. But I mean, that's she's how violence try-
1: works. She's just going along, and it's all but, fun, and then suddenly you've gone too far.
0: <laughs> That's how violence works. Is it's fun, and then you've gone too far. That sounds like you know. That sounds wanna, like a slippery slope to prison. I
1: Want to I take some of that
0: back? Because it doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, this might be a thing where you should just take
1: my side. <laughs> <laughs> when has that ever worked out well for me in the past?
0: Every time. I don't know. Um, I got uh page one seventy. Me too you have 170? Yep. Go for it. At two, I got two on 170, so you... At two, Airy? I
1: just felt bad for Hagrid.
0: Yeah, I do too. That's my second 170 note, but yeah, I also... It's just, yeah. It shocked me. It shocked me that none of them wanted to, like, continue taking his class. I, it did not shock um, me.
1: It's something where I'm like, this is a person I like, but, ugh, it's just the idea of doing this fucking class again on top of everything else I have to do, plus I have to defeat the Dark Lord... I don't want to do it. Oh, I have an out? Yes. I, but then everyone else. I think else, it's
0: unfortunate how, like, there doesn't seem to be an application for those skills in the wizarding world.
1: I mean, like, Charlie Weasley would have totally st- yeah. stayed with care of magical creatures and gotten newts all the way through. But it's very specialized right. at this point And kind of frustrating on Hagrid's part that he thinks it's still, I mean, we're talking newt levels. And he's like, but you are here for your scholastic career, not to be my chum. But also, I do feel bad for him.
0: Right. Um, well, I hope we get to see Hagrid some more. We do a bit, yeah.
1: More than the last book, anyway. I think that's good. What's your other note?
0: Um, my other one seventy note is that I hate that they call they've changed Buckbeak's name to Witherwings. It's very Tolkien, isn't it? It's fucking dumb. Like, I don't even remember what the justification was
1: um, that they gave
0: for why they changed his name. Oh,
1: gee, it was something stupid, wasn't it? The ministry was looking for Buck. It was Bee? completely
0: unnecessary. So, yeah, like, should like, Buckby
1: like, go into a pub somewhere and order <laughs> fish and chips and be like, great, can we get a name for this? He'd be like, Buck. Mm, mm, mm. Wither Wings. Wither Wings. That's, wither, that, that's what I want. I'm not we gonna rename my pet here. because I, st- I, I I got him out of fucking got him off on a, a murder charge.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it's dumb. I it's dumb. Um. Anyway, that was my last note. So that uh, do you have any more notes in nope. in chapter eight? Nope, I'm done. Chapter eight. All right, well, then that brings us to chapter nine.
1: The Half Blood Prince.
0: Um, my first note is 172. Me too,
1: but you can go first. I hope it's not mine.
0: I wrote, ah, the reintroduction of one lavender brown, the promiscuous. Just JK, just joking. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: you're going to have to give me your backstory on this.
0: It was a. We had a big fight about it in an episode where I used the word promiscuous to describe Lavender. Brown ah, yes, you thank upset. you. Because I'm like my hackles rose. <laughs> you could see it. I'm just like, why the fuck did he say that?
1: Why did you say it? <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Revisit that episode <laughs> if you want to hear that discussion again. I won.
0: Um, but seriously though, she she's she's reappearing the character. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I feel like I, I feel like it's leaning towards that love potion. Yeah. Right? Because that's the arc that her character goes on.
1: Um. Yes and no. No. I'm going to say no.
0: Okay. That's my memory from the movie, so nope. that's fine. I'm and wrong.
1: that's wrong, too. And, and the movie did it very badly.
0: Okay. The movie did not
1: handle it well because you are remembering it the way the movie kind of presented it the movie has as a there's more detail to what you're talking about and we'll get to that um but the movie does its bare movie, you know, bare minimum thing and it's easy to get shit conflated
0: bare movie grizzly man
1: so <laughs> my note on 172 what's your 172 frisbee is a trademarked name as we know from the secret Uh-oh. of nim and back to the future three. Are we to assume that the Frisbee company has holds in the magical and muggle markets? What other companies can it cater to both worlds?
0: Probably Fig Newton.
1: Yeah, I can see it. It's cookie and a cake. Magic. Yeah. Or fruit and cake. Whatever it was. Grey Poupon. Anything British. Is Grape Poupon British? Anything that used British people in their commercials—that's what I'm getting
0: at. That's a very specific and also wide-reaching niche. You're right. Um, You're right.
1: Let me let me narrow it down more. <laughs> Anything that used British stereotypes in their commercials.
0: Oh yeah. I uh, yeah okay. Um I don't know, I'm more interested in like how Ron got to keep it. Like like Hermione takes it and then right away he like takes it back.
1: He just probably grabbed it and was like, oh I've always wanted one of these and she just did her oh and left it at that. Oh. Um Alright. Uh my next
0: note's one seventy nine.
1: 174. McGonagall calling out Mrs. Longbottom. I've always enjoyed complimenting Neville. Oh,
0: that was yeah.
1: fun and nice. It was nice. It's it's nice when a, yeah. a harsh character can be harsh but nice because she's both in that scene. Because she's like, yeah, no, you're still not getting in. You suck. But right, right now, your grandma sucks more, and I'm gonna give her a piece of my mind.
0: I like. It. Yeah, I. Uh, I thought the. Uh That sequence was really great. I really enjoyed it.
1: Just do your thing.
0: Yeah, I'm taking care of it. One of them died, and now I'm fixing the other one. And I'm putting in the actual headphones. Cool, here we are. Um, And you can hear me fine? Cool. All right, what's
1: your next note? Uh, My next note is not till 192, because I just enjoyed this, but there wasn't a, a whole lot for me to comment on, so go for it.
0: Uh, my 179 is uh, in the potions class, uh, in the Defense Against the Dark Arts yeah. class. Uh, Snape reluctantly calls on Hermione. Yeah. Um, and he shits all over her answer. He's really rude about whatever she yes. answers. And, and he even comments on how it is essentially like word verbatim for word from the in the text. book. Yeah, or whatever. Right right and so b- that specific criticism made me wonder like okay but what answer could she have given that you would have been okay with if if you're the kind of professor who literally is upset that someone's using the word-for-word answer in the book like you know they studied what well, and I, i'm sure that that's part of like what how he's being depicted deliberately because you want to see him as unreasonable you want to see him as favoring slivering, right. you want to see him as this like this petty villainous like teacher who you hate because they always feel like they're putting you right. down kind of character. But like I like that stuff when I feel like it's also kind of reasonable. <laughs> I mean And and this was so unreasonable. Snape's kind of a bitch. I, I guess he is, and that's the thing like I'm I don't I'm excited to read the thing at the very sure. end. Because I, I want to know I want to see this whole redemptive moment <laughs> because... I hope it's worth it for you. Because, like, I I feel like it won't yeah. be. And that's, and that's where I'm like, I don't know why there's so much, like, fan... Like, this whole experience has just been, I don't understand why there's so much fan gushing about these specific parts of these books. There is
1: a emotional past that's given to tragedy that I don't think mm-hmm. is worth it. It's like, you've had tragedy... I'm sorry about that. That's horrible. And we can talk about that, but that doesn't excuse your behavior over here where you're just being a fucking bitch. They're not right. connected unless you say right. one led from the other, but you're not doing anything to change this. So it's still inexcusable. Don't be a fucking bitch, Snape. I'm right. sorry. It was tragic.
0: Or don't be cruel to children. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's all of my notes.
1: Well, oh, I have one more note. Oh, cool. But one more. 192. Uh, it's, it's post-both classes. Uh, they're talking about the Half-Blood Prince book. Which is interesting and mysterious. and hmm, But we're not talking about that yet. And Harry catches a flowery whiff of the same smell he caught in uh, the dungeon. And then Jenny shows up. Get it? Which dungeon? The, oh, sorry, the the potions dungeon where they were brewing Fli- uh, Felis Felixius, the luck potion that smells like what attracts you most. Oh, the love potion. That was the love potion.
0: Yeah. Right, and and you said he smelled something
1: that
0: he's. Are you are you saying he smelled something that reminded him of? He smelled Ginny? something
1: flowery when they were talking about the love potion. Later, they make a point of saying Harry smelled that same smell. He smelled the dungeon. Oh, there's Ginny. Get it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And- Is that it? Well, also, Hermione starts a list of things that she she finds attractive, but then blushes and doesn't say anything.
0: Fresh cut grass. And then
1: blushes. And then does does not finish her sentence.
0: Well, she says two things. What was the second one? Ah, fine. Let's find out. I do this for you. Oh, I know what it is. I remember what it is. You don't have to look it up. It's it's parchment.
1: Yeah, because she likes to write. She likes being smart. She likes- Yep. But I bet- I know a lot of people are thinking there's probably something at the borough that she's going to name, but I think it's something Bulgarian.
0: (laughs) Oh. Ooh.
1: Gross. (sighs) That's it for my notes. They were thorough and exhaustive.
0: Uh, Well... That's the end of my notes. Also, Um, those uh, are those are okay chapters like it was, we're still it was a nice breakup uh, uh, for this episode where we had like all the sort of uh, I don't want to say monotonous, but like the customary, the essential like we have to get Harry to we didn't have to wait for
1: Christmas for shit to start
0: right exactly we didn't have to wait till our yeah exactly or like have to jump through a good chunk of the school year to even get to christmas so that shit can start um and we had that and then we had some like interesting stuff and then we already started school like i think i really liked the way she was pacing this because again we are like we're already in the first day of classes and things are happening and it doesn't feel like bloated so i'm i'm enjoying that like i'm enjoying that we're you know, unfortunately, we're still al- almost 200 pages right. in. I will reiterate that many books are done by now.
1: <laughs> Only the classics.
0: And have already told their stories. Yep. Um, economy of words. So she does have, she does that still, she still has a problem. <laughs> she still has a bit of a, of a, of a problem with self-control. Well,
1: let's wait till we get to books. Um
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about uh, these chapters? Do you chapters? have any new words? Well, I was just about to say, if you don't have well, anything else I, to say wrapping up the. I mean. Nope. Nope, I don't. You, okay. Well, then I guess that brings us to the new word alert. <laughs> I don't remember what the last words we talked about were. Uh,
1: there were a lot of words I didn't know, and I, didn't, I did not appreciate that.
0: I think the last one was pestilential. Was that, that the last one? That was the last one. one. It was like, you throwing me a bone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Um, all right, let's see if we can, let's see if we can find okay. some. All right, here we go. The first new word. Pedagogical.
1: Pedagogical. Something to do with learning. Being a, being a Ooh. student.
0: It is, you're very close, uh, of relating to or befitting a teacher or educator. Uh,
1: that's right. I forget the pedagogue. Does pedagogue mean teacher, not student? I get the two mixed up. I've heard the word, but I've never used it or had occasion to. Uh, always in a context of someone like, look at this fancy word I know. So <laughs> you got me again. <laughs> well, here's okay. another one. Filial. Filial. Uh. Just family, or is it a specific mem- fem- family member, like brother or father or something?
0: It is specific. Fuck,
1: I'm gonna say father.
0: Uh, of relating to or befitting a son or god. god. Damn you, Latin. Hey man, you're pretty close. That's
1: not good enough. All
0: I'm right, ready? ready? Eros.
1: Eros. That's just sexiness, right? And like the Roman god of sexiness.
0: Or, uh, well, the Greek god, actually. Oh, fucking um, look
1: up the Roman name for Eris. I bet it's fucking Eris. It's one of those lazy ones.
0: Well.
1: Oh is it Cupid? You
0: mean, like, Pla- Plato?
1: What? No. You know how the Romans took all the Greek gods? Some of them they were lazy about.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Here, I'm just saying that, like, it says, the Greek god of erotic love, compare Cupid. Fuck. It's Cupid. Fucking Cupid. Um... The sum of life-preserving instincts that are manifested as impulses to gratify basic needs, as sublimated, or sublimated impulses, and as impulses to protect and preserve the body and this mind. a
1: lot of words for fucking.
0: And then the third definition is love conceived by Plato as a fundamental creative impulse having a sensual element. Plato. And then the very, very, very last definition is often not capitalized erotic love or desire the version i did i, I guess it's hard to explain was That's capitalized hard. no it's not <laughs> that
1: the mature podcast for mature adults <laughs> 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 um okay fine are yes. you ready so sullen exegetical what exegetical <laughs> with an a Exegetical. No, EX. Exegetical, okay. Exegetical. Uh, Something shooting out of something?
0: Mm, I'm sorry. Um, God damn it. (laughs) Of or relating to exegesis. Which is... Oh, shit. Exegesis. Exegesis, I'm sorry. Exegesis. Exegesis. Hold on a second. Is
1: it life being created from the outside?
0: No, <clears throat> it it means uh, exposition or explanation. Ah, so off.
1: I'm embarrassed. You've you've bested me again. <laughs> what's what's the last one gonna be like?
0: Don't worry. You'll you'll get this Dirt. one. <laughs> Florida
1: usually like a I mean I I think it means flowery, right? But I usually hear of it like like a, like a like a like a like a red ruddy complexion is what I think of.
0: Um you're very close. It's a, a flowery, very flowery in style. Uh but, tinged
1: with yeah. red. So like someone who has, you know, gin blossoms, which are flowers, uh can also be described as having a florid complexion. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate the bone you've thrown me. Here's another one. Physiognomy. It's a word I could read in context, but I could not define. Someone just give it to me.
0: Uh, It's the art of discovering temperament and character from outward appearance. It's like if you were to look upon someone's countenance you could deduce their physiognomy. Oh, that's way more specific than anything I had in mind. I was imagining
1: looking at, uh, <laughs> like, like um, yeah, that 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 Da Vinci drawing of the guy with the arms out, and looking at uh-huh. that and going, "Yeah, that's a human form." That's as that's as deep as I went with that. So I'm gonna say that's a no for me.
0: All right. It's a no from me, dog. <laughs> all right. Um, this is not the conjugation I wanted, but this is still the word, and I, I think you'll know it. Coprophagus.
1: Fucking wipe that shit and grin off your face.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: That's all I'm going to say on that.
0: Um, I, I looked it up because the word that was used was actually... Coprophagia? Uh, Coprophagia. No, coprophagy. Oh. And I, I know what coprophagia is because it's what they talk about when you're having a dog that mm-hmm. does it. And so I've had that happen, so I know mm-hmm. that word. But then I saw this conjugation, and I was like, I don't really know what that is. And I looked it up, I was like, oh, it's just a different like, variant just of the hungry same for shit? Like ravenous,
1: yeah. I'm coprophagous? Well, yeah. I'm not. Uh, you are fucking. <laughs> Got nothing. Nowhere to go
0: from that. Is that really a word I looked up. Uh, I'll try this one. God, come on, computer. Um, here we go. You'll get. You'll definitely get this one. Right. Right. Quizzling. What is it? Quizzling. Quizzling? Quizzling. Quizzling.
1: I know it. I like I, I I know I can remember having a memory of this word. No clue.
0: It means uh, like a traitor or a collaborator.
1: Nope. And I have no idea why I have any echo of this word in my head. I know it's it's like knocking around, but it's tethered to nothing, no neurons. It's, yeah. like, it's like Vanellope Von Schweed's code, am I right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, here you go. Depredate.
1: Depredate. I mean, it sounds like it's rooted in depraved and reprobate. Is it a depraved reprobate? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it's a verb that means to lay waste to plunder or ravage
1: okay. so that's the word that most people are tr- are wanting when they say decimate Which yes, because decimate by means to reduce right. by
0: ten right
1: okay depredate I like that because that's a word I'm totally going to try to remember uh, connect to neurons yeah, to and then use in conversations where people go what do you mean do you mean decimate and I'll go haha well no and they'll say this is why you have no friends <laughs>
0: And then you go, yeah, well, I, like Luna, love good. Uh, yep. Ready? <laughs> mullion. Say it again. Mullion. mullion? Yeah.
1: Oh, Mullion. I'm getting it mixed up with mulled wine. I know I've heard the word Mullion before and I can't. What is it?
0: Um. Well, you should have read it in these chapters. Uh, It is a slender vertical member that forms a division between units of a window, door, or screen, or is used decoratively. Uh, It's like a Japanese screen door kind of thing? I think it's literally like little pieces of wood that connect. uh, Like, it's like the frame that would be inside of a large collection of windows.
1: Millions windows, that's why I've heard it, and I would not have at all. Nope. You've trounced me. This is two weeks in a row. You've totally.
0: I don't know about totally. Rubbed
1: my face in it.
0: All right. Well, okay. Last one.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Throaty. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? Do you, feel, do you feel impressive? Is that what's going on here? Listen, it is what it is. <laughs> Would that be a husky voice?
0: Um, Not like Kathleen Turner, uttered or pronounced from low in the yeah. throat. Yeah, I think it'd be throaty. Yeah. Like that uh like yeah, the voice my
1: wife doesn't like me to do.
0: Which voice is Any, that?
1: Anytime I like, you know, sing Tom Waits, she's just like, "Stop. Stop." Oh. <laughs> wow.
0: I'm like that's her nails on a chalkboard.
1: I think her nails on a chalkboard is just Rob sometimes. Yeah. 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 It's
0: not just her. No um, <laughs> way. <Wait>. Eh. <laughs> um,
1: it's almost like having friends well, doing a podcast.
0: <laughs> um, I, get, I think that's it for us, right? I think that's that's that brings us it. to the end, the end of the, the of it. show. Well, let's, Looks let's, like I yeah, have been
1: recording this entire time.
0: good i also have that. um well uh catch us next week when we'll be getting the next i think we're gonna do three chapters again next time which feels good feels good to be at a at a pace that feels like we're progressing through the book Mm -hmm. (laughs) like because i did not have that feeling in the last one where it'd be like we're only doing two chapters and it's 75 pages and holy shit is it not nothing's Mm -hmm. happening so this is good. I like I like how we're almost it's like we're really close to halfway yeah. through the book. Um that seems fast, but uh I guess that's just comparative. Anyway, um you know what? Well, I guess that was Death Readers. Thank uh, I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews help new listeners find us and join the discussion. Follow us on Twitter and like our new Facebook page for Death Readers News. Become a patron at Patreon slash Death Readers. And please discuss us extensively on Reddit.
1: I've gone too far again, haven't I?
0: Well, I mean, remember how your wife was saying that thing about, don't do that voice? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, no. What are you talking about?
0: You don't remember how she was like? Don't do. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think this might be another one of those. <laughs> okay,
1: understood. Loud <laughs> well, and clear. You,
0: you've uh, you've just you may have uh, violently punched down.
1: <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we just won't talk about that again. <laughs>
0: well, it'll never have happened. Um, will be a fragment at the end of the show that people will be like, What did he say?
1: They'll never know.
0: What you did was the equivalent of a vodka davering a baby. <laughs> I mean,
1: really, is it that? Der- it's easier than a vodka davering a human, a grown up. Babies are humans. What? I, re- I do know this. I do know this. <laughs>
0: uh, um...